listening to the Go Ministries International Podcast, where you're going to hear the truth of the Word of God, wild, relevant, and powerful for your journey in today's world. I believe that this product that Jesus offers us is almost like something we go into a store to buy or we order online and it comes to us in a form or in a way or in a fashion that we didn't really want. And I believe that B-I-B-L-E should not be on the cover of this book. What should be on the cover of this book is some assembly required. Because that is the truth. We see in the scripture, what does it say? Let me read you the scripture real quick iPad's freaking out at the moment. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13 says to work out your salvation. Got to work it out. It's a free gift, but it's not assembled yet. Some assembly required, and that is the title of this message tonight, is that there is some assembly required. And if there's going to be some assembling happening, you need some instructions. Maybe part of the beauty of when things don't go according to the plan is that it draws us closer to the planner. And really, that should have been the plan all along. Maybe God saw our innate desire to be like, oh, well, I want to go after that because that's what I want. But he's like, no, you need me more than you want that thing. And sometimes he'll give us something we need in a package that we don't want. I didn't want that basketball hoop in a box. Why that thing already assembled? We have to understand, salvation, listen, listen, this is huge. Salvation is always a work in progress. It is a free gift. It is not something you have to work for. It's something that you do have to work to unpackage. You give it as free access. You get it as a free gift. But just because salvation is inside of you doesn't mean that salvation is done with you. Come on, somebody. Just because salvation's inside of you doesn't mean salvation's done with you. The salvation that God gave me is a free gift. He's not done yet. He began a work, and he'll complete that good work that he started on the inside of me as I continue to pursue and progress on the path of salvation. Saying, God, do the work in me. And the more that gets unpacked, you can't just unpack it. I just, oh, I wish so bad. I just could have popped open that box and it's done. Sometimes we're expecting our life in Christianity to be that way. Ah, Jesus, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Welcome to a path of difficulty because it's difficulty that shapes character. It is trial that refines character. It is the difficult hardships in life that forge faith from something that's no longer an idea but it's something that now becomes me. Some assembly required. The giving of the gift is automatic, but the assembling in the process of that gift takes time. And every time you shortcut life, it shortchanges you. Be in this for the long haul. I didn't want to build Pikachu for six stinking months. I didn't want to be out in the hot Louisiana sun for six hours building it. And my son had to reap the consequence. My dad, hilarious. He gets it. He goes, oh, this is going to be awesome. We're going to get this done in like an hour to an hour and a half. And I'm like, eh, I think it's going to be more like two or three hours. Ultimately, we were both wrong. 
severely wrong. He's like, no, and I'm like, nah, I think it's going to be more like two to three hours for sure. And he's like, nah, it's not going to take that long. Naturally, I'm a pretty negative person. I'm always viewing the glass half empty. It's probably because I keep drinking out of it, but always half empty, always. I'm like, nah, it's going to take some time. God working in you, can I just tell you, he'll never be done with you until you meet him face to face in the kingdom of heaven. So for us to look at this desired result, salvation is not a result. Redemption is not a result. It's a path. It's progress. It takes time. And it won't come quick. It won't come quick. He said, why? Why would God do that? To shape me. To mold me. We even read the scripture that says that we are clay in the hands of that maker. That clay doesn't have a right or a say in saying, no, I don't want to be shaped that way. You don't get to call the shots. I don't get to call the shots. Saying, God, whatever shape you know I need to be in, you get to mold me. You get to shape me. I don't get to argue with the manufacturer. Quit putting this thing in a box. Make it easier. Make all the Lego pieces larger so I can get it together faster. Why? Because the biggest thing God can do for you is to take a long time processing you. If you want good meat, you know the one thing you've got to do. Come on, man. Don't leave me hanging there. You got to marinate. You got to let that thing go for hours and hours. You want good brisket? If you want to get on my good side, give me some brisket. And it takes a long time. You try to shortcut that thing, and it ain't good. Rubber. Uh, get it out of here. I don't want it. It takes time. God with you. It's going to take time. Young people, one of the number one areas of deception that young people fall into is, I'm at this age now. Can I just say this for a moment? Age does not equal maturity. And age doesn't make you an adult. Maturity makes us an adult. And guess what? Maturity doesn't just come with age. Wouldn't that be nice? Just God, I'll just wait long enough. Just stay all cooped up for 40 years. Hey, I've arrived. No, it's a path. It's a process. And it's going to require progress. One foot in front of the other. God is shaping us. There is no such thing as lazy success. There is no such thing as lazy, lazy success. Let me read to you one more thing. This is Isaiah 45, verse 9 and 10, the scripture I just referenced a moment ago. One of the things that we have to learn that's most important for each and every one of us is that we become flexible. Not with our standards, but with becoming moldable. Flexible with God. Flexible with God. Say, God, I think this, but if you don't think that, I'll change it. Flexible with God, meaning, God, I want this, but if you don't want me to have that, then change it. Change me. And it's not that he doesn't necessarily want you to have it, but he doesn't want it to have you. But that is what happens a lot, is we become so addicted and obsessed with what we want that God no longer has a part of us. Why? Because those things own us instead of God. 
That's why when we're thinking about what we want to do when we're older, what we want to be when we're older, when we're graduating, when we're going to go to this school or we're going to go to that school or that's the occupation or career I want to have, we got to ask God about it. Why? Because you came prepackaged, designed, and manufactured by God. And if you go and try and be something else, it just ain't going to work. And all of a sudden, you're getting all the, way, all the way down this path in life. And I've heard from so many adults, if I just had something like Go Ministries in my life when I was younger, when I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. But again, we're not bound by our mistakes because we serve a merciful and a gracious God. But the instructions don't change. All that means is, man, we missed that step. We missed that step. Guess what that means? Maybe we'll have to take a few steps backwards can't tell you how many times I had to disassemble a part of that Pikachu Lego thing because I had gone ahead of, I gotten ahead of myself, I ignored an instruction, or I, I neglected them just thinking, oh, I know what I'm doing by this point. Oh, I can figure this out on my own, says no successful person ever. All of a sudden, I had to disassemble it. Maybe some of us tonight need some disassembling. Like, man, I've been walking on this path, heading on this destiny that I've made for myself, but I know it's not God's. I made these decisions. This, these are my goals. This is what I want, but maybe it's not God's. And also, some of us are going to maybe have to take a few steps backwards. Young people and adults alike saying, wait, no, that, that, that shouldn't be a part of me. No, that shouldn't be a part. So I got to disassemble it. Got to go back to the instructions. Oh, that piece was out of place. No wonder my life was malfunctioning. No wonder my life is falling apart because it wasn't assembled the right way. This gift of salvation means one thing, some assembly required. And it's going to be that way your whole life. And some of these things that I've communicated to you tonight, they may sound negative. That you may look at and be like, yeah, I don't really want that. Just send me to Dairy Queen. Got some. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this is what you need. Because if all you do is go after what you want, you're in for a rude awakening. But all of these things, they, though they may sound tough, or maybe they don't sound appealing, what you have to understand is God always has our good in mind. And so it may not seem good in the moment. Eating the right foods and losing some weight maybe doesn't sound good in the moment. Exercising maybe doesn't sound good in the moment. But all of a sudden, if you embark on that journey for a certain period of time, you'll realize there was so much more good, better things out there for me that I just couldn't even see because I was so stuck right here, right now. When God is looking out ahead, He's looking out for you, into your future, saying, I know where you're going to want to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years. So let's do what it takes right now so that when you get there, you don't crush and crumble and fall apart because you didn't make the right steps to be where you want to be. Young people, don't think, oh, I've got this. I've got it figured out. It's the number one area of deception that young people fall into. Is like, I can make my own decisions now. The moment you start to neglect your parents' perspective and opinion and wisdom and advice, you know you're on that road. You're on that road all on your own, all by yourself. Why? Because whether your parents are always right or always wrong, it is the spiritual principle of honor and leaning on that even if they did misdirect you for a moment, which would never be intentional, it would just be by a mistake or, 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 or just by accident. But by you leaning on them, God can come to your aid and say, you honored 
you honor. Whether they led you right or wrong, you honor. So I will make your life go well with you. Never in the word of God does it say, you've got this. You figure it out on your own. You develop your own opinion at 16. You've got it all together, and I'll make your life go well with you. Most people who do that, their life does not go well with them. Do the hard work now so you don't have to do it later. I'm telling you, uh, those moments in our life, it can be frustrating to get 90% of the way into building Pikachu. And all of a sudden, something's wrong. And you look back and you're flipping through the pages and you're like, oh, I missed that step. There's nothing more frustrating than to have to like, tear it apart and backstep and rebuild but I'm telling you what, if there's a way to do it, it's to do it with God because he's going to help do the work for you. He will come to your aid, he will come to your rescue and be like hey, I can I can make this up for you. Lacey, your testimony uh, fresh out of high school was previously married. She got married rather quick and young and it was not what God had intended for her and she was just doing things her way and taking her own path and yet God what did he do for you? Completely made up the time. Made up the time but she decided to look back at the instructions. Take, okay, hang on a second. Okay, cancel that action. Take that apart. Take that out of my life. Take some steps back. Take a look at this and when you do that God will supernaturally redeem the time. And especially if you're a young person in here, all you've got is time. And again, despite mistakes, God is merciful and gracious. But I don't know about you, we do a lot of road trips, obviously. This one was a long one, and the older I get, the longer they get. And then I look at my father-in-law, Pastor Steve, and he's doing 36 hours straight, and I'm like, gosh, he's better at 70 than I am at 30. What the heck is going on? One day I'll get there. One day I'll get there. Probably when I get to heaven, but you know. But listen, this is so important. As young people, you can look at your future and say, I'm going to do the hard work now. So I don't have to make the hard work harder later. It is better to invest now than to have to deconstruct and reconstruct later. But no matter where you are, this is God's story. He is filled with mercy. He is filled with grace. He's not shaming you. He's not judging you. He's not beating you down. He's saying, I'm here to help. And I believe that this message that God gave us for tonight to deliver to you was exactly that. Him saying, I'm here to help. And the proof of his help is right here. He wrote an insane amount of pages for an instruction manual so that no matter what angle at, in life you're at, no matter what condition or position you're at in your life, there's a page in here for you that is the instructions to get wherever you are to wherever you want to go and wherever he wants you to be. So just remember that salvation means one thing. Say it with me tonight. Some assembly required. Amen. Let's all bow our heads and close our eyes. Father God, we just open up our hearts to you right now. Sometimes the, the deconstructing or the disassembly is the hardest part. But God, if that's what I need, if that's what we need is to be wrecked, then Father, come wreck us because we know that's the most beautiful thing you can do for us is to take those things out of our life that need to be taken out and you bring in with your glory and your goodness and your love and your forgiveness. With every head bowed and with every eye closed, I just want to ask you tonight, that maybe somewhere in this message, this connected with you. 
and you're saying, I think I've been on a path that I haven't been paying attention to the instructions and I need God to help me take a step back and look at his instructions again and reshape me, reform me, reassemble me in the way that I need to be. And if you can connect or you relate with that tonight, with no one looking around, will you just raise your hand? Just even in a subtle way is fine. Yes, no one looking around. Yep, their hand's going up all over. So if you're afraid of saying yes because you think you might be alone, you're not alone. Yes, I see hands going up all over and no one has to see it. No one's gonna see it. This is just between you and God. Yes, I see these hands going up. I see them going up. Okay, you can put your hands down. You guys can look back up at me. I want you to know that when you're in that place, the number one thing that the devil would love to do is to bring condemnation. Saying, oh, you're one of those. Oh, you're one of them. Don't listen to the devil. He's the biggest loser there ever was. Why would we give him a split second of our time? God is saying, and some of you may be thinking, this is the step back. But can I tell you something? A response to God is always a step forward. We may be thinking, oh man, I, 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 I'm exposing this. I'm putting myself out there. I'm being transparent. God views that as progress. Why? Because the issues, the condition are already there. You responded to God as saying, you're going to take this. You're going to make it better. You're going to bring it forward. And the work, the good work that God has done and started in you, he will see it through and to completion in the best way. And what we're going to do tonight is we're all just going to say a prayer together. And then we're going to spend some more time in worship. Why? Because we only got one night. And we're going to do it big time. And we want all that God has for us. Remember we were singing that song? Come and revive us. This is a part of it. Come and revive us. Make us sensitive again to the areas where we need that instruction. We need that, that, that reformation on the inside of us. And I believe that's what God is doing. And whether the message was perfect or not, which it probably wasn't, I know that God is speaking to individual hearts all over the room because I know this is the theme he wanted for tonight in some assembly required. And the best thing we can do is to look to God and to respond to him. And again, we know this according to the word, that our words form our world. There is life and death and the power and the words that we speak. And so we're going to say a prayer and we're going to respond to God. I'm just going to ask you that if you raised your hand tonight, no one's going to know, no one's going to see. But I want you to say this prayer that we are going to say all together as a congregation. I want you to mean it from your heart. There's nothing special or magical about the words that I'm speaking. What makes it magical is that they come from your heart. So even if you say it a little bit different, or you don't say it exactly the same, that's not what matters. What matters before God is a pure, sincere heart saying, God, just wreck me. Bring me back. Bring me back. Bring me back where all I want is you, where all I need is you. So let's say this prayer together, all together. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you tonight asking you to reveal to me your plan and your purpose your instruction and your correction. Father, I'm open to it. I know that you have the ultimate master plan for my life. And that's what I want. So I'm looking to you to be my completion, to be my instruction, and to be my assembly. In Jesus' name.
Thanks for tuning in to the Go Ministries International Podcast. For more information, go to goministries.net and follow us on social media to get more content like this straight to your phone. Remember, no matter what you've done or where you're at in life, you're lovable, valuable, capable, and redeemable.